Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Alexa. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. And once again, welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. It's Wednesday. We have got an exciting show for you. Going to talk a little bit about baseball. The Braves getting a big win over the Nationals. Almost blew it with their bullpen, but Max Fried pitched a good game. The Dodgers keep on winning, but they can't hold off the Giants as the Giants have one game ahead of the Dodgers. This series is going to go down to the wire till the end of the season. I'm excited. Shades of 1997. We got the Baltimore Ravens solving their running back problems by signing Le'Veon Bell. Are the Ravens the favorites in the AFC North? And what type of season are you expecting from the Atlanta Falcons? They finished 4-12 last year. Would it be a success if they doubled their win total? Going to talk about the Braves. They won 8-5 over the Washington Nationals at Truett's Park last night. They're now 73-64. Ozzie Albies hit a two-run homer. Glad that he's back from that injury. Luke Jackson picked up the win, but they almost blew it. Max Fried did a great job. Six innings, gave up one earned run, but Tyler Matzik came in in the seventh inning and gave up four runs, including a three-run home run by Yadiel Hernandez. That tied the game, but the Braves put up two in the bottom of the seventh thanks to a two-run shot by Ozzie Albies, and he tacked on a single in the eighth, and the Braves were able to pull the victory 8-5. to five. They will take on the Nationals once again tonight as Tuki Toussaint takes the mound for the Atlanta Braves. Looking at the most updated standings, they are two and a half games above the Phillies as the Phillies lost to the Brewers 10 to nothing. I know it's hard not to scoreboard watch, but when I've got the MLB app and I love watching all these baseball games, we have a tight race in the NL West. The Dodgers were able to beat the Cardinals again in St. Louis. Has the St. Louis Cardinals been the most disappointing team in baseball? With getting Nolan Arenado, they have Adam Wainwright. They still have great veterans. Yadier Molina is going to play his last season. Paul Goldschmidt, they've gotten great free agency, a good, well-run organization, and they have not gotten the job done. They're now 69-68. They lose to the Dodgers 7-2. The Dodgers are doing it with timely hitting. They're even getting home runs from Albert Pujols, who's not even the starting first baseman. Players like Will Smith, Justin Turner hit two home runs in the game, and it was a bullpen session as the Dodgers threw nine pitchers out there to get the victory. They'll take on the Cardinals tonight, and they have another Mitch White will take the mound for the Dodgers going up against the Cardinals ace Adam Wainwright the Dodgers know they're gonna have to chase the Giants the Giants keep winning they're 89 and 50 their game up on the Dodgers they beat the Colorado Rockies 12 to 3 thanks to a strong outing by Logan Webb he's now 9 and 3 on the season they do it with their bats they jumped out to a 5 to nothing lead after two innings and welcome back Evan Longoria 
he is going to make a big difference when it comes to the postseason. I love this Giants team. I saw them a couple weeks ago when they were playing the Braves. And for the first time in a while, I've been excited about Giants baseball. The last time they were in the postseason was 2016. They're going to make the postseason this year. And it's nice to see the Giants back on top. I'm not necessarily saying they're going to win the World Series, but they do have a team that is capable of of winning the World Series. And I'm hoping they can have the run that they had in the early 2010s. Looking over in the American League, the Tampa Bay Rays have a nine and a half game lead on the New York Yankees. The Chicago White Sox are in first place in the AL Central and the Houston Astros in first place in the AL West. We're a couple of weeks away from the baseball season ending and getting into the postseason and hopefully we'll see some exciting baseball down the stretch. We got some NFL news as the Baltimore Ravens signed Levy beyond bell they solved their running back problems are the baltimore ravens the favorite to win the afc north i don't know what to think about the pittsburgh steelers and the cleveland browns look very talented can they duplicate what they did last year and we just got to see with joe burrow and the cincinnati Bengals. it's starting to look like jamar chase has not been a good pickup for them he dropped a lot of passes in preseason the baltimore ravens will take on the las vegas raiders on monday night at allegiant stadium so we finally get to see that stadium with nfl fans i know they had the vegas classic over the weekend with byu in arizona all right the atlanta falcons they got a big game against the philadelphia eagles their opener at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Matt Ryan is a full go. He did not play in the preseason. The Falcons are favored by three. What is this offense going to look like? The big question mark for the Falcons is their offensive line. What happens if Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham get pressure and Matt Ryan gets sacked? Matt Ryan could become rattled and that could set the tone for the Eagles. This is not a guarantee that the Falcons are going to win this game. I do strongly feel they're going to improve from last season. They were 4-12. and I feel they're going to finish 8-9. I've said that all along. At times, this offense is going to look unstoppable. I think Kyle Pitts is going to be a mismatch, especially on third down. He's going to be the best tight end since Tony Gonzalez. I remember when Tony Gonzalez played for the Falcons in the early 2010s. But I think the Falcons will use a double tight end package with Hayden Hurst and Kyle Pitts. They have weapons. Is Mike Davis going to be that every down back for the Falcons? I'm starting to get some confidence in Russell Gage as a number two receiver but Calvin Ridley is ready to be the number one receiver on this team and the Falcons are going to score some points the big question mark is can they stop anybody we all know that Dante Fowler Jr. is a pass rusher and he gets a big bonus if he gets up to 11 sacks the last time the Falcons had a double digit sack leader was Vic Beasley in 2016 with 16 and a half sacks that was a defensive minded coach in Dan Quinn their defensive coordinator Dean Pease I know that he is up there in age he still has a lot of experience he could get this Falcons team motivated they did release their depth chart Dante Fowler moves to linebacker along with Floyle Akulin and Deion Jones I think their linebacking core is pretty strong the big question mark is their defensive line Marlon Davidson you got you got Tyler Davidson the only person on that line that is solid who's considered a top 100 player in this league is Grady Jarrett and rightfully so he is one of the best he's not Aaron Donald but he gets almost Aaron Donald money Grady Jarrett has experience to wreck an offensive line and hopefully he can catapult 
this defense. Hopefully, the Falcons could see more promise in cornerback A.J. Terrell. Isaiah Oliver has been a bust. He didn't even make the depth chart. Richie Grant is not even on the projected depth chart. That's the talented safety out of the University of Central Florida. Hopefully, he has a good season. But they did lose a lot on the defense from last year. With Devontae Casey and Keanu Neal now with the Cowboys, they lost Ricardo Allen. So they lost their veteran leadership from this defense. Remember, this Falcons defense in 2017 was a top five defense. Dan Quinn actually got this defense to turn it around. It was the offense that was stalling after Kyle Shanahan left. I do expect the Falcons to beat the Eagles on Sunday. But the following week, having to take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in Tampa, that's a different story. I could see a loss right there. And then they got a pretty easy schedule the next three games against the Giants, against the Washington football team, and the New York Jets. But don't be surprised if they lose one of those games. The Buccaneers are the clear-cut favorites in the NFC South. The Saints are in a rebuilding year. They just released Levontavious Murray. That's putting a lot of pressure on Alvin Kamara and James Winston in that offense. And the Carolina Panthers have a brand new quarterback in Sam Darnold. I cannot wait for this NFL season. Start things off right. And I will go into some fantasy football as well. I have a dilemma in my fantasy league. I got Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. I'm going to start Lamar Jackson against the Las Vegas Raiders. I think Josh Allen could struggle against the Steelers defense, which was ranked number one in most fantasy leagues. If you got the Steelers defense or the Buccaneers defense, defense or the 49ers defense you've got a good defense that is going to give you a lot of fantasy points although you don't really get a whole lot of fantasy points with defense I got a dilemma with my running backs my running backs are Derrick Henry Najee Harris Raheem Mostert Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones yeah I picked up two running backs from Tampa Bay they'll play Dallas on Thursday night. If you play both of them, they could give you some good fantasy points, but they're not projected to get a whole lot of fantasy points. Raheem Mostert against that Detroit defense, that is a very difficult scenario because Detroit playing at home, their defense may have to carry him in that game because of their offensive woes. But I think a safe bet would be to start Derrick Henry. He was my number one pick. And uh, Najee Harris is going to be a surprise in fantasy, although he's taking on the Buffalo Bills this week. And I'm not sure if that is a good matchup. He's not projected to get a lot of fantasy points. And I've always had the most consistent, strongest kicker, Justin Tucker from the Baltimore Ravens. Anytime I get Harrison Buckner from the Chiefs or Justin Tucker from the Ravens, they are reliable kickers that do not miss field goals or extra points. In most fantasy leagues, Christian McCaffrey was taken number one overall. Dalvin Cook was another top running back. Running backs were gone off the board in that first round. The first quarterback that wasn't projected until the third round was Patrick Mahomes. And of course, every fantasy football league takes the superstar quarterback right off the board in the first round. So good luck to everybody out there that's playing fantasy football this year. I hope you do well. And let me know if you want any advice. Well, it is the middle of the week. It is Wednesday. We do have some high school matchups tomorrow. I will go ahead and get into that on tomorrow's show have a couple including Shaw and Northside and Jordan and Spencer you don't want to miss it and then the high school show on Friday I'm going to start doing these shows live at the football stadium so stay tuned for that the next show will be September 17th in Seal Alabama for the home opener 
with Russell County taking on the Generals from Lee Montgomery. We have World Cup qualifying tonight. The United States is in trouble. They will take on Honduras. This is a very strong team that made the World Cup. The two teams that the United States played in a draw are not very strong teams in FIFA. El Salvador and Canada. Yes, they have two points. They should have got the wins because they can easily lose to Honduras. That is all the time I have on the podcast. Thank you for for listening to my podcast and downloading and subscribing to my Facebook channel. Don't forget, we got Thursday's show tomorrow. I'm going to try to do these shows in the afternoon. Hopefully, we get more sports content for you, and we will try this again tomorrow. Thanks once again. Hope everybody has a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.